Previously on Esperanza Rising. For a moment, she saw un fantasma, a ghost of Abuelita, walking toward her. Esperanza, said the ghost. Abuelita, Abuelita, she cried. Aquí estoy. I am here, mi nieta. How I have missed you. boys and girls happy Tuesday um, can't believe we're almost done with this book we're on page 243 um, out of 253 so I don't think we'll finish today um, but we'll definitely finish tomorrow all right 243 abuelita nodded yes it is me I have come Abuelita and Mama uttered no words that anyone could understand. It was their own language of happy exclamations and overwhelming emotions. Esperanza watched them cry, and she wondered if her own heart would burst from so much joy. Oh, Esperanza, said Isabel, jumping up and down, clapping. I think my heart is dancing. Esperanza barely choked out the whisper. Mine too. Then she picked up Isabel and spun her around in her arms. Mama would not let go of Abuelita. She scooted over and made Abuelita sit next to her and held onto her arms as if she might disappear. Suddenly, Esperanza remembered her promise, ran back to the cabin and returned, carrying something in her arms. Esperanza, said Abuelita, could that possibly be my blanket? Did you finish it? Not yet, she said, unfolding the blanket. Mama held one end, and Esperanza pulled the other. It reached from the chinaberry tree to the mulberry. It could have covered three beds. They all laughed. The yarn was still connected, waiting for the last row to be finished. They all gathered on the quilt at the and at the table. Esperanza sat down and pulled the massive blanket next to her took the needle, and began crocheting the final stitches. <clears throat> when Mama could finally speak, she looked at Abuelita and asked the same thing Esperanza had asked. How did you get here? Miguel, said Abuelita. He came for me. Luis and Marco have been impossible. If I went to their market, one of their spies would follow me. I think they thought you were still in the area and would eventually come back for me. Ten stitches up to the top of the mountain. Esperanza listened to Abuelita tell Mama about how infuriated Tio Luis had been when he found out they were gone. He'd become obsessed with finding them and questioned all of their neighbors, including Senor Rodriguez. They had even come to the convent to ask her sisters, but no one told him anything. Add one stitch. A few months after they left, she had a premonition that something was wrong with Mama. The feeling would not let go of her, so she lit so she lit candles every day for months and prayed for her safety. 
nine stitches down to the bottom of the valley. Then one day, when she had almost given up hope, she found an injured bird in the garden that she did not think would fly again. But the next morning, when she approached it, the bird lifted into the sky. She knew it was a sign that whatever had been wrong was better. Skip one stitch. Then one of the nuns brought her a note that someone had left in the poor box addressed to her. It had been from Miguel. He suspected that Abuelita was being watched, so he delivered his notes after dark, telling her of his plan. Ten stitches up to the top of the mountain. Miguel and Señor Rodriguez came, came, came in the middle of the night and took her to the train station. It was all very exciting, and Miguel didn't leave her side once during the entire trip. He brought her all the way here. Add one stitch. He said that Ramona and Esperanza needed her. He was right, said Mama, her eyes teary again, gratefully looking at Miguel. Mountains and valleys. Mountains and valleys. So many of them, thought Esperanza. When a strand of her hair fell into her lap, she picked it up and wove it into the blanket so that all of the happiness and emotion she felt at this moment would go with it forever. When Esperanza told Abuelita their story about all that had happened to them, she didn't measure time by the usual seasons. Instead, she told it as a field worker in spans of fruits and vegetables and by what needed to be done to the land. They had arrived in the valley at the end of the grapes, Thompson seedless, red Malagas, and the blue-black Rivieres. Mama breathed in the dust at the end of the grapes, and that's when she got sick. Then it had been time to prune the grapes and get ready for potatoes. Working potatoes was the heart of winter and the cold that dampened the bones. And during potato-wise, Mama had gone to the hospital there had been no months with names, only the time of tying canes amidst ghosts, only the time of tying canes amidst the ghost of grapes and the gray days that never warmed. But afterward came the anticipation of spring and a valley pregnant with needs, graceful asparagus, ripening vineyards, and groaning trees. Then early peaches called. Crickets in the fields started their nightly symphonies, and Mama came home. Abuelita arrived during plums, and now the grapes were delivering another harvest, and Esperanza was turning another year. <laughs>